that they know what they're doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you remember in the 80s when you guys were like the, in the 90s, you guys were like the country? Yeah. Yeah, we want to be Those times were great. Yeah. But, e- but even then, I think we were being like terrible, terrible shitties, right? Yeah, we were horrible douchebags yeah. all around the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but things were great here. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it was all false, too, because, you know, it was all, like, you know, uh, speculation. We had a huge, you know, downturn. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, the media was more controlled, right? Like, what right. was put out into the media was more controlled. Now it's, now it's a shit show out there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Whew. Well, okay, let's, let's uh, get started. Because I don't think Amber's going to be able to join us. It doesn't sound like she's going to find her headphones. What no. a dink. Yeah, what a dink. <laughs> God, I love that. I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> so this is the Naked Ladies podcast. We're back. Yeah. yeah. Yay. <laughs> so tonight we have Kristen from Maine. And Jamie from Kentucky. And Kat from Canada. Yeah. And Amber, Amber, the dink lost her headphones. <laughs> yeah. Or one of her dink children stole them. That's possible. Because <laughs> my, well, I know that even when I lose things, I accuse my kids of taking them. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they're, I'm right. Every once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where did you take uh, my purse? They're like, uh. I usually just put my headphones in the same place every time, so. Yeah, same. Yeah. Well, I'd like to say I do, but I don't, so. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I can't, uh. I can't get on her for that because I've done it before too. Usually, like, right before we record, I'm, like, running around the house in a frenzy looking for my headphones. Right. Mm, yeah. yeah. I just happened to know where they were this week because I was looking for them like two days ago for something else. Mm. So. For your other podcast that you have behind <laughs> our backs? Yes, my secret <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I actually couldn't find my earbuds and I wanted to go for a walk. And so I was like, well, I'll just use my mic. <laughs> Which looks... <laughs> It has, like, one of those, it looks like I have a big, like, mouse attached to my shirt, because it has a mic with, like, a windscreen, and then Mm. it's, like, a lapel mic. (laughs) I have an earbud going into one ear. So I have taken it, I have, like, taken it with me (laughs) as my, you know, to listen to my music on a walk, and people always look at me like, weird. (laughs) (laughs) that weirdo walking around the neighborhood? She's just doing just, interviews. I'm doing just interviews. put some jewels on it and pretend it's like a brooch or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my fancy mouse brooch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that they make that brooch, you know? I'm sure. Yeah. They make, like, crazy ridiculous ones. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? What's going on in Canada, Cat? What's the big news there? Because our news is so depressing. <sighs> Horrible. Um, uh, Ontario's not so good. No, 
No, we have we have we have Trump Jr. running. Oh yeah, the that's right. Right now, the the nickname is Drug Ford. <laughs> <laughs> He's the dealer, right? The other one yeah. was the user. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> his, his brother, who's now dead, was the one who was like said he made like a big deal of saying like he he used to smoke crack or something like that. Yeah, he's such right. an idiot. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because after I saw that the um, that thing had passed, the the law that stupid law had passed down down in the south. Yeah, um, yeah. there was one here. I guess some doctors had taken uh, it had gone to court because they wanted to be able to not do like write prescriptions and referrals for certain practices based on their religious beliefs. And then the court had said, um, if you didn't want to be a doctor, get a different job. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a one-word opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a one-sentence one opinion. Yeah. Just right. get a new job then. <laughs> Pretty much one word, and they're just like, no. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> You're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. That's bullshit. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the one that's thing gonna that's gonna be a no from me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the justices start answering, uh, writing their opinions with just with gifts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like that graphic. It just says fucking yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's one thing that we don't need in our justice system is more ambiguity though right? no. <laughs> I think we're good <laughs> that's well, the great thing is- about uh, Canada is just religion stays out of everything like no matter yeah. what yeah oh, I can't believe so it's even like abided here you know yeah yeah it's crazy yeah Speaking of crazy, we have um, stories of things, stories and things, what? Fucking yikes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stories about things that people shouldn't have survived. There we go. Right. (laughs) Okay. I'm connecting those, like, pathways in my brain so that I can speak right now. You're doing great. I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So who wants to go first? I know Jamie has two. Do you have one or two? Let Jamie go first. Go. Okay. Yeah. Mine mine are short, (laughs) so we can just like pop them them off real quick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this first one is uh, this user's grandfather. Uh, This is from uh, a Reddit thread about near-death experiences. Uh, So first, he's sent to Europe to fight in World War II. He didn't actually face direct combat, but him and one of his friends uh, went on a joyride in an army vehicle after they got drunk one night, and they went off a cliff, and the other guy died, but Grandpa didn't. He was fine. And then a few weeks later, uh, they had a training exercise. And he bent down to pick up a cigarette that he dropped, and a bullet hit the wall behind him. Oh my! So if he had <laughs> dropped that cigarette, then a stray bullet, you know, would have killed him in a training exercise. Yeah, yeah. 
So then uh, back from the war, he gets a job where he has to take a train from Long Island every day. And then in 1950, uh, the railroad had one of the worst train crashes in New York history when a moving train plowed into the rear of a stationary one. And he was in one of the rear cars of the stationary train when it happened. Uh, 78 people died. The guy sitting next to his grandfather died. But his grandfather... And then he had a heart attack. Oh. Where did you where did we leave off? <laughs> did you hear about the re- <laughs> It sounds like I'm laughing that he died, but I'm not. <laughs> it cut out after the train. The train had an accident. Okay. So he was in one of the rear cars of a, the stationary train when it was hit by a moving train. And 78 people died. The guy sitting next to the grandfather died. But the grandfather just climbed out of the train window and went to a nearby bar and called uh, his grandmother for a ride. What? (laughs) This is Final Destination. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And Death literally was like, it's cool. Like, you... I give up now. I give up. <laughs> we can, you win. We can be done now. <laughs> Jesus. He's How like, I tried so hard. Like, he died in 1996 from a heart attack. Wow. Oh. Yeah. No more close calls after that. Oh, I guess not. But That's how many crazy. can you get, you know? I know. Yeah. Can you imagine? Probably all those <laughs> close calls called that heart attack. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> because then you would spend the whole rest of your life being like, oh no. Right. <laughs> When's it going to happen? Because you know that something crazy could happen like at any time. Yeah. <laughs> it already right. has happened to you like four times. Right. Everyone's like, don't be near him. Everyone around right. him <laughs> Oh yeah. And survivor's guilt is a thing. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. In that situation? Yeah. Whoa. Makes you wonder, like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Just makes you wonder what you'd be thinking, like, every time you went somewhere. Every time you lit the the stove. (laughs) Right. Right? (laughs) It's like, like, and shameless whenever that, you know, uh, Joan Cusack finally leaves the house. Yeah, and that like jet engine like crashes to the sidewalk in front of her. <laughs> she was a uh, she was like an agoraphobic, like scared to go outside, and she finally gets up the courage and leaves, and almost gets crushed to death by a jet engine. <laughs> she just turns around and walks back into the house. <laughs> she was so good. Mm. Holy shit, that is crazy. But yeah, I think about that all the time, like how crazy shit could just happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I could get obliterated right now. I know. (laughs) Six Feet Under was also really good with that. If you did you watch that show? No. It was about Uh. this family that had a a funeral parlor and they were this really weird family. And um the show every episode though started with 
someone dying because then they were the person that was going to have their funeral done there. Yeah. And so it was always like, you're out for a walk and it's a beautiful day. And then the um, frozen like poop and pee from an airplane falls on your head or (laughs) (laughs) you walk into a beehive or something. Right. (laughs) Or like you're, there was one where the, this, I think it was a guy and he was, he was like getting ready to leave his driveway and he had put his car in park. And then he noticed that something had fallen out underneath his car. So he went and he, reached under the car and the car popped out of park and drove over his head. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And so I'm always like, ever since I saw that, I'm always like super paranoid that I'm going to drive over my own head. (laughs) (laughs) It's just okay. (laughs) Well, I saw uh, the leprechaun whenever I was like five years old and then forever I was scared about things grabbing my ankles from under the car. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. So going out to the car at night, like even today, I'm kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) Colson's hiding under the car. Oh, my God. It's and that's different. how I end up like punching him in the face. Right. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you can't do that to me. <laughs> this is a serious fear. <laughs> yeah, right. I have phobias, sir. <laughs> you have phobias of leprechauns, all right? <laughs> oh, Not really anymore. <laughs> I got no. over it, but. <laughs> you got over it? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Willow. Oh, Willow? Oh my goodness. What? Huh? Huh? Who? Where? I cut out out for a second. But yeah, that's that's Willow from the movie Willow. Oh, the the leprechaun was played by. Yeah, it's Warwick Davis. He's a versatile little guy, isn't he? Right. <laughs> but I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I feel like it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I ever saw it. Um, I remember he kills someone with a pogo stick. <laughs> <laughs> like bouncing up and down on them. So Oh my I mean, god, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it used to be really scary to me, but now it's like it really absurd. <laughs> yeah. That movie is probably not scary at all. (laughs) Well, can I go next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. This is actually, um, so this is the the family who shouldn't have survived. So this is about Danny LaPlante. And he um, was from Townsend, Massachusetts. And so this was in, I think, the 80s, 86. Okay. Danny LaPlante um, lived near this family. And he went on a date with a daughter of the family, someone in the family, one of the daughters. And um, he had been, previous to the date, he'd been calling the daughter, Annie Andrews, 
um, on the phone and like leaving, you know, like saying creepy things on the phone. And then he met her and told her he was a teen from a nearby town and that he tracked her down because he thought she was really pretty. And so she was like really flattered by this. She needed to be taught, you know, (laughs) (laughs) this is scary. And so, um, Oh shit. Hang on. I just closed it by accident. There we go. So, uh, she went on a date with him, but it was super boring because he was just a creep and she stopped returning his phone calls. They didn't go out any more dates, but he decided that he was going to move into the walls of the house. He, as you do, right? (laughs) Oh my God. Still totally normal. Right. So Annie, Okay, so keep in mind, Annie's mom had just passed away. And so she and her sister decided to do a seance and try to contact their mother. And But Danny had already broken into their house and had already, like, like made a place inside the walls. And he was living inside the house. So when they had the seance, he decided when they asked questions like mom are you here he would bang on pipes and knock on walls and at first would do it to like just get them to like pay attention and then he did it to scare them and so they would leave the house and things would go missing or furniture would move and then the kids of course thought that the house was like haunted haunted right yeah. they attributed it to like a bad spirit they um One day, Annie and her little sister, Jessica, heard some sounds coming from the basement. So they went downstairs and there was a message written on the walls in what looked like blood that said, I'm in your room. Come find me. And so the girls ran screaming from the house because they thought they were home alone in search of any neighbors who could hurt, who could help them. And the dad had never heard the weird sounds and just kind of blew off his daughters, you know, thinking they were just, you know, whatever, being kids. And Uh he found the writing, he came home, found the writing done in ketchup, and he thought his daughters had done it. So then stuff started, stuff died down for a while, but then after a little while, I guess he, you know, missed getting the attention. So he wrote another message and um, the kids ran away, ran out of the house. And the dad went back into the house and found Danny LaPlante in uh, upstairs in one of the bedrooms, I think, dressed in the dead mother's clothing with makeup smeared all over his face. And he was carrying a hatchet. He chased the family through the home and he threatened to kill them. He tied them up. And he said that they should start praying because they were all going to die. And um, he left them alone and he was like looking for something to steal and they were able to escape. And he got, he ended up getting arrested after he went on the run for a while. And um, when the police got to the house, um, you know, to, cause the family called the police, obviously they found, um coins glued to the ceiling writing on the walls 
they found ejaculate on the girl's clothing, which is so gross. Ew. But they didn't find him. And when they did return home after a couple days, they saw him like from the, from a distance standing in front of one of the windows outside. And this time the police found him hiding in the walls. So he was coming in and out of the house while they were home and everything. And he had made a hole behind the washing machine or the dresser, depending on who says who's telling the story. And he was in the crawl space. He was 15 years old and they got him out. He had been in the walls for about a year. What? He had a sleeping bag. Was he 14 when he started living in the walls? 14 when he started living in the walls. Wow. They found a sleeping bag, food wrappers, and beer. And they thought that he had been living there for a while. It was a year from... Yeah. Did he not have parents? Uh, I guess not. I guess not. Like he... Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think that a 14-year-old could go missing for that long. But maybe he... I don't know. Maybe they were neglectful or maybe he wasn't right. always there. Like maybe he would just come and go and then he just started living there after a while. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it was like such a nice place, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so because he was, was, was a juvenile, he was sent to the a youth detention center and um, he was bailed out by um, his mother's $10,000 cash bond. And he was due back in December of that year. But at the age of 17, he, when he was out of jail, he broke into another house, um, the house of Andrew <laughs> Gustafson, murdered the entire family. Oh, oh dang. Including That's kids, his turn. the mom. <laughs> yes. it got, he, he didn't like... <laughs> He didn't just I go was back like, to living I thought he was going to live something. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves it. <laughs> like, get a hotel, dude. <laughs> no, he, so he had killed the, ki- the two kids. He had murdered the wife, and it turned out he had sexually assaulted the wife. And um, <clears throat> this time, at seven, 17 years old, he was sentenced to three consecutive life sentences for the murders. Wow. <sighs> can you imagine if you found out that someone had been living in your house and like making you think that your house was haunted yeah oh and had been and was like a kid who had been targeting your kids the whole story was is insane right Yeah. yeah the because I, <laughs> for, some, for some reason, I interpreted this week's stories <laughs> as people living in the walls. So that's what I was looking for. <laughs> but, but yeah, one, I guess they almost died. They almost died. he had died. just, like, got down to business with the hatchet instead of tying them up and stuff. Yeah. 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 This guy's and real. And then trying to rob them. Oh, 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 I forgot to tell you. Okay, this is very funny. You can laugh at this part, Jamie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, Denny LaPlante has now claimed that he is a Wiccan. And Uh. he filed a lawsuit against the state of Massachusetts. 
and said that he needs to have access <laughs> to dragon's blood, black opium, and honeysuckle in order to practice his spiritual <laughs> practices. <Okay>. And the, <laughs> the, the state is withholding these things, so they're infringing on his religious right. Rel- okay. Religious rights. And but other Wiccas are like Wiccans are like, no, 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 he's not one of us. <laughs> like they they we know dragon's blood is not a thing (laughs) they made a statement coming forward and saying that he doesn't need those things at all to be a Wiccan and that he's not accepted as one of theirs (laughs) (laughs) he's more of a Game of Thrones Wiccan (laughs) yeah (laughs) he wants to be Melisandre yeah, yeah. He, he needs that dragon blood. <laughs> he needs the magic necklace. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy. He gets together with Charlie Sheen, who is a warlock, right? Oh, and yeah. With his tiger blood. Tiger blood. Tiger See, if blood, he'd asked blood for tiger, tiger blood, maybe they could have gotten it for him, but dragon's blood sure. is hard to get. <laughs> Wait, At least maybe. tigers are only endangered and not fictional. <laughs> I'm sure he could find a tiger to donate some blood. Oh yeah, they they're fine with it. <laughs> Tony the tiger. <laughs> Tony the tiger would always donate. He's a good yeah. They just get right. <laughs> I need that blood to spread on my nips. <laughs> Can you? Okay, so like normally, if you hear like someone was a deranged killer, you'd be like terrified. But then when you hear this, you're like, oh, what a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm a Wiccan, and I need dragon's blood. Yeah, <laughs> sure, buddy. Sure, you are. Yeah, <laughs> just like whatever. Obviously, <laughs> you know, this is why you have to live in walls, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so that is Danny Laplante, uh, a real yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's gonna be on his tombstone. <laughs> making that girl scared to date for the rest of her life yeah no shit <laughs> how horrible and right. the fact that when probably they... like yeah hides her address from people until she like oh yeah yeah no she has, like fact... an eight date minimum before they know where she lives <laughs> i know and the fact that when they open that there's something that's so like it's very Norman Bates, right? That they found him upstairs wearing the dead mother's clothes with makeup smeared yeah. on his face. Maybe he yeah. was just getting in the character, you know? Maybe. Yeah. For like scaring them. Scary. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, Some Kat, people, you have one? I know. I know. Yeah. You just never know who you're going to meet out there. Right? Some people's brains are, like, not wired right. No. They're not doing good. <laughs> no. <laughs> not doing good. <laughs> How are you doing today, Danny? Not great. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living in the in the wall behind the dresser. Right. <laughs> or the washing machine, depending on who you talk to. Okay. And the only thing that gets me hard is thinking about hacking people up with hatchets. <laughs> a real problem (laughs) (laughs) I keep thinking I should talk to somebody but (laughs) I think I'm going to work on it 
like into with myself, you know. Right. I've got a good <laughs> method. Hatchet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've got this method where I put on the, a dead person's clothes and carry a hatchet around and smear lipstick on my face. It seems to work. Yeah. <laughs> Kat, I want to hear your story. Um, so I interpreted this week as <laughs> being, being funny stories. <laughs> my, mine were always so dark. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to be light this week. <laughs> and I was even practicing my Australian accent. To oh, do it nice. <laughs> This one is called Death by Tree. And it was, and it's from, it's a, it's a Reddit thread I found because that's just the go-to. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So in Australia, we have these eucalyptus <laughs> trees <laughs> that, can, that can spontaneously drop limbs. To put this into perspective, they are nicknamed Widowmakers. Oh, so I just have, yeah. I just so happened. Okay, I didn't know that trees just randomly fell on you in Australia. Now oh, everything I know. kills you in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never going to Australia. Yeah, it sucks there. Don't go there. No. Mm-hmm. no. Why do you think they send all the criminals there? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, because every like they have more and, poisonous snakes than anywhere else in the whole entire world. Yeah, I think they can't go loose. Yeah, exactly. even even the plant like everything kills you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, this guy, he happens to live in the middle of a forest surrounded by these big trees. So he was coming up his driveway with his mom and he hears this huge crack and in his words, I kid you not, this fuck off great big bridge comes down in front of us less than a meter away. This branch had to be as long as an 18-wheeler and the diameter of a large dinner plate. It put a huge bend in our metal garden fence and took three of us to move it. So he is now super cautious going anywhere near those trees. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Australia sucks. That's scary. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. And that's, right. you, yeah. <laughs> and that's always a fear of mine is like the like the trees like just trees breaking when you're because uh-huh. I, I I go on the trails a lot and I'm like I mean they keep the trails clear like the pathways clear so there's not like if there's a broken tree from the wind or something they'll come in the city will come in and remove it mm-hmm. um, so you don't really have to worry it's more if you go off the trails uh-huh. but it's still, trees are scary because they're so unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. I know walking through the woods, you can always hear them like cracking and stuff. Yeah. You know? huh. There's always noise in the woods. There's always These noise trees the fucking dropping their limbs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Did, did I tell you, did I ever tell you the story of when I had the headphones? And, no. and I thought someone had grabbed me when I was running in the woods. No. I, so, so here's here's a near death experience for you. I was like, 
<laughs> I've run, I've just, I've taken a nice little leisurely run in the woods. So I, I have like my headphones and they, I drape them over my back so that they're, uh-huh. they're not in my front. So I, there was this guy. So I was like running down and I saw this guy. He wasn't in any running gear. He was just by the water and it kind of creeped me out. So I turned back around, went back the other way. And as I'm going, um, I feel this tug, like I feel like my, my earphones, like I feel them tug and it jolts me back. And I'm like, oh shit, like this is it. Like this is, this is my time. Like it's, I'm, I'm going to be fighting for my life. And I turn around <laughs> and, a, and a, a small tree had wrapped around <laughs> the, <laughs> the cord and ripped my headphones out of my jacket. Was it one of the trees from Snow White? Yeah, I think so. Right. <laughs> like you're going nowhere, bitch. <laughs> did you like scream or anything? I did. I actually like yeah. I, it was I was like, ah yeah. <laughs> But it was it was more dramatic than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah but i that that like the adrenaline like everything at that moment like i just remember my whole body just like (gasps) you know right yes getting ready yeah i know i had a similar i had a similar experience last weekend when i was digging out our front garden because i had all these weeds so i just decided to dig it all up And um, I put the shovel into the dirt and went to pull back the roots of these weeds. And a gigantic spider the size of my hand was on the shovel. And I screamed. And as I was screaming and jumping away from it, I realized it was a plastic spider that we had put in the garden two years ago. What did I do? I put it back in the garden and I forgot about it. And then Maya saw it yesterday and like screamed and ran back into the house, terrified. (laughs) (laughs) We were like, oh no, 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 that's a plastic spider. So now it's inside and it has scared me every time I see it. (laughs) (laughs) So I almost didn't survive because I almost jumped into the road. Giant spider. (laughs) that's why i say if we have to take to the streets and do hand-to-hand combat i'm not gonna live because i don't have good reflexes (laughs) right (laughs) i'd jump into someone's sword right (laughs) for sure yeah oh do you have another story, Jamie or Cat? Either one of you. Jamie does. Do you have another one, Cat? Um, kind of. But if if Jamie does, let her tell hers. Okay, this one's kind of serious. Oh. Okay. Uh, then we'll finish up guys... with your funny one. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll round it out. We'll round it out. <laughs> uh, but this guy. Uh, also from that same Reddit thread, uh, said that he woke up with his 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th uh, rib on his left side broken and the 11th rib on his right side broken. 
Both of his lungs collapsed. Um, another broken rib shredded his left kidney, and another did the same to his spleen. Uh, what? Part of his liver is also lacerated, and this is from uh, a car crash, okay? He wakes up, all this shit is wrong with him, and there's like six pints of his own blood in his car. <gasps> oh my god. So he wakes up because he hears uh, his phone vibrating. He can't see anything, but he can hear his phone vibrating. And he knows it's his wife because, you know, shit's gone down. Yeah. Uh, he answers the phone and tells her what happened. And she tells him to call 911. And he says that he doesn't have enough money for an ambulance ride. Oh. Can you believe that? <laughs> like, this is America. Jesus. Like, this dude thinks he's going to walk it off, you know? <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I'll be fine right but no he knew he needed to call an ambulance so he hung up and climbed over the passenger seat opened the door and went to the side of the road and called 911 there wow so yeah so he's on the phone with dispatch like you know begging them to stay with on the phone with him because he thinks he's going to die on this street you know wow Um, so the ambulance arrives at about the same time that his wife pulls up because she knows where he was as well. And, uh, you know, they strap him down, take him to the hospital and everything. And he ends up living, but he says, I don't necessarily believe in God, but all the doctors pretty much all said, if I don't believe, I should now because there's no medical explanation of why I'm alive. Holy shit. Wow. All right, and then this is a weird thing here. He says that he heard a voice speak out to him that he remembers really well. That while he was unconscious, uh, a voice just said, get up, three times. And on the third time, it yelled, get up. And that's when he uh, came to and, like, laid, uh, laid over in the back seat to, like, climb over, you know, the passenger seat. Whoa. Uh. That's so, so weird. Yeah, so like something. He thinks that like something was looking out for him or happened or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty common, isn't it? For like yeah. near-death experiences. I've heard, I've heard that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Jeez. That's crazy. Makes you wonder if it was like him. <laughs> Like, right? Like you know, his soul or whatever. Like, yeah, or like if he's having like the a body. body experience. Yeah, yeah. Or if it was like a relative, like a relative or an ancestor or something. Yeah, but yeah. you hear that all the time that people hear things like someone saying, "Oh, it's not your time," or "You need to get, you need to get back in your body," or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's creepy. It was Zuckerberg. (laughs) (laughs) I never had um, a, I never had a near death experience, but I got into a car accident and it was, it was really strange while it was happening. Mm -hmm. Like, so I can, I can, um, cause we were in, it was in the winter time and we were in the fast lane. And we were on a 400 series, so it's four lanes. And 
we spun out, we hit black ice, we spun out. But it was one of those weird things where I had undid my seatbelt, reached into the back, grabbed a CD, sat back down, put the seatbelt on, put the CD in, and then the car started to spin out. And we went across the four lanes. But as we were spinning, we were just looking at each other and it just was really slow. Like it was That's really so slow bizarre. motion and we were just looking at each other. Are you okay? Yep, I'm okay. Are you okay? Yep, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Are you okay? You're okay? I'm okay. We just kept saying that over and over again as we were spinning, spinning, spinning. And then it's it like you almost up. had to be like put in the right position so that no one would get hurt or something like that. Right. Yeah. And then we like, like we flipped upside down <gasps> and we were like upside down in the ditch. And just as we had like, like um, we kind of got a little airborne through one part and then um, past this, like the, the merging lane. Yeah. So we got airborne, went over the merging lane and then flipped upside down into the ditch. Well, as that was happening, a transport truck had come down. So we had, it had like missed us. <gasps> like it was like barreling down that way. Cat, this sound, this is like real. Yeah. Yeah. This is the <laughs> <I> mean, experience. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, it was like, it was crazy. I, it, I think I saw the pictures of the car too to be after we got out because we literally there was not a scratch on either of us. Um, but had originally two other people were supposed to come with us, and had those two people actually not backed out, they probably would be dead. <gasps> because the back of the car like crushed down, like the way the back of the car. Um, like when you look at the pictures, like the front of the car is um, smushed a little, like it's hard to explain. Like the driver's side is a little bit more smushed yeah. like on the roof, but the back of the car, the whole window came out and uh -huh. the ski equipment would have been on the roof. And it just, the way it would have happened, they would have probably been like really, really injured if, if not dead. And it was, and they weren't, and the weirdest part was they weren't even friends. They didn't even know each other. They just both happened to have something happen that day that they couldn't come. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that fits in perfectly with our thread. right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was I. Yeah. Uh, so I sometimes forget about that story. I'm like. Oh, yeah. oh yeah that. i was in this like little accident it wasn't a big deal we like you know flipped across four lanes of <laughs> we went over a truck not exactly a near-death experience like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrifying i remember like crawling out the window and like oh running up the hill because uh, like i'm like running up the hill and this guy gets out of his truck and he comes running towards he's like he's just yelling are you okay Holy and shit. i'm like i think so like you know like you start looking at yourself like am i okay right was, you okay? was that were you okay yeah <laughs> i think like, i don't even know I'm like is there anything impaling me Right. 
don't know. And then yeah. And then he just and then he just left and then he was gone and the cops came and all that fun stuff. But it took like four tow trucks to get the car out of the ditch. Like they had to each hook on their their um chains to pull it up and out. Wow. That was crazy. That car was yeah, that car was a death car. It was like Christine. It had a mind of its own. <laughs> and it hated you, huh? It or did, did. It love you? No, it no. hated me. Because I I was driving that car because I was learning how to drive. Um, and I, I T-boned a drunk driver, which is really kind of crazy. He ran a red light and he was drunk. And I T-boned him. Wow. In that car. Yeah. That was fun. I had to go to court. It was a good time. Um, <laughs> you Canadians have a different definition of a good time. Right. <laughs> and, and like, you know, terrifying near-death experiences, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think because, I think because we were, like, we were fine. Like, nothing happened. Like, it just doesn't seem like it was that scary. Yeah. Until you like tell the story, you're like, "Fuck, that's kind of scary." (laughs) (laughs) I did almost die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness! I don't know if anyone can top that. That's amazing. Uh (laughs) All right, we'll just end there then. Yeah, I think that's that's a great way to end. That's strong, strong ending. (laughs) This is fun. Yeah. I missed you guys last week. I know, I missed you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm severely well, drugged right now on Benadryl, so I'm like, right. I'm barely holding it together. Well, nice. sleepies. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at naked ladies pod and twitter at at naked ladies pod i think just look for naked ladies podcast you'll find us and then we're on everywhere you want to listen and please tell your friends and share our link and all that stuff yeah and always join us next week when we will talk about some more shit Woo! (laughs) (laughs) all right have a nice night guys you too. All right, good night. Good night. Okay, Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>